0: Was that you were like, well, you know, it also depends on, like, your childhood and what shape you, because were, you said or what's be- best, right? Because
1: you said what's best, best, the semantics of that word is based on what you consider to be best. What if now kids don't care about lyrics? So for them, best is feel,
0: not necessarily lyrics. Okay, but what... What I was talking about, though, hold on, I'm trying to pull up the the live chat as well so that we have that going. Um, No, what what I was saying is that uh, during that era, like the the quality hip hop of the time was not the bulk that was played. It was still like tone loke and you know all this poppy stuff. But I think tone loke was was out there. And my point is is that the the quality hip hop it was always kind of underground no matter what. Like, it was always, it didn't matter the era. Like, you know, you might have had, you might have had certain quality hip-hop artists that had poppy hip hit songs. Like, you had Big Pun. Yeah. had his, you know, Still Not A Player. But so what year we stuff. talking about,
2: 95 I'm going to go and see what was on the rap I'm talking about on
0: any of these, any of these eras. I'm saying, like, there was, there was a couple of, like, they would have these poppy hits, but the bulk of those albums wasn't so much that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: of course. And later on, later on, you would have stuff like where 50 Cent would do an album, and the bulk of the album, it was kind of, it flipped. So well, he had these mixtapes that were really underground, but then it would flip, and his album was mostly that pop stuff. You to know? sell,
1: yeah, to be played on the radio. But again, we know radio is a certain demographic that listens to the radio. They got to make songs for that demographic. So... I don't know, but but to say stuff was better. Oh, hold on. Oh,
0: I was just well. Well, I was also I was also just trying to egg you on a bit. So. Oh no, you're, you're being <laughs> a little facetious.
1: Yeah, you can't do that with me, Ken.
0: <laughs> I, so so in, in Steele's defense, just to explain, you know, I basically said uh, I said something to the effect of. He said that it was old, old people stuff. And I said, oh, no, it was just from the era when hip hop was good. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just joking because there's a lot of great hip hop coming out right now. Like, don't don't get it twisted there. And and it's
1: funny because like
0: it's just that steel isn't producing any of it.
1: It's funny because like technology is so much better now. Like the fact that on your phone you you have like any technology that kicks the ass of anything
0: out back in the day
1: yeah it's like insane
0: so daydream sound had uh he does his like sampler discussion podcast that he does like he does it like every friday or whatever and i I go in there a lot and just kind of sit in the live chat and talk with people and um one of the things that was being discussed in there. And and this is one of the reasons why I really love daydream sound is because he truly loves vintage samplers and he loves vintage gear, but he's also not a liar. And he's not a, uh, not somebody who's overly caught up in the mythology of it. He loves it for what it is. And he'll tell you like straight up, like, this like don't buy into the hype. Don't buy into the garbage aspect of this, where it's like, oh, if you get a SP 1200, you're instantly making fire beats, like, because right. that's not at all the case. And, yo, and you got to
1: work mad hard to make fire yeah. beats. Exactly. Well, what exactly, people don't realize fact, is, is, is that the
0: workflow
2: in those it. vintage synths, yo, is not like what we know for the workflow And stuff that we use today. And yeah. people like, what for instance, I had an ASR 10 and sold it, and the guy I sold it to bugged me for a week like this thing ain't doing this and this thing ain't doing that. He didn't realize you had to put the floppy disk in to even boot it up and
1: use it. Look, I got my ASRX right back here, right behind me. You see uh, Mm -hmm. on my desk? I ain't trying to join on in like forever, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the same with my MPC-62.
2: I'll use it for sound design, but it's been even a long time for that. But it's kind of like that that workflow i'm not you know i mean once you get used to a different a faster speedier workflow you could be taken away like some of those beautiful things about the older machines you got to be ready to deal with that
1: <laughs> <laughs> look,
2: work the work that goes into it
1: look corey if i could keep it real i ain't never touching no floppy disk ever again in my life <laughs> that's what's up really I don't ever ever yeah. Even
2: I put, if, a, I put a USB in the uh, a SD card USB joint in the place of the floppy disk, so a floppy disk emulator with an SD card, and even then I'm still because it operates like a floppy.
1: But look at how spoiled I'm getting. Yeah. I'm 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 even having trouble with like with flash drives because <laughs> because now that I have a terabyte inside my MPC-X Oh, that's a wrap. I'm just like. Mm, I could do without those flash drives unless I'm doing collaboration or, or or grabbing a sample from somebody and putting it in right away, right? Which is n- which is not really happening most of the time. Um, yeah,
2: um, yeah. The, the convenience kind of kills the nostalgia, but you know, I, I will give people like Daydream props because he loves those machines for what they are. Yeah, and
0: and that was kind of one of the things that I was talking about in that feed was like, you know, I'm so happy that I don't have to save a beat on like three discs and then lose one disc as I'm on the way to the studio or whatever. Like (laughs) those days, you know, that stuff drove me nuts. And I love my vintage samplers, but I use them as sound design tools. I'm not trying to fully create on them. However, in the the new studio that I'm building, I do have a little corner that's going to have like my turntable it's got a little mixer that takes a feed from the rest of my gear so if i want to sample from my other gear i can but it's like it's my little vintage corner that you know if, if steel wants to see how the old timers used to live uh <laughs> 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 but Whoa. no i had this like little vintage area that's going to be set up specifically for like that that whole workflow vibe because it's like there's something to be said for like those limitations and being in that mindset of like okay this is just how i'm working today like you know that's it's just, it can be fun on a, on a creative level to yes, be like, to, that to walk I, back in time.
1: That I agree with you, but I feel like, Ken, you're always the one that fights with me on using things how they are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, and that's, that's another really great point because in, in his stream, one of the things that I said was, you know, I find myself getting agitated when I use the newer NPC and machine, but, and even like Ableton, because they're attached to a computer that has unlimited power so my mind starts going of these flaws shouldn't exist because you have the power to fix them you should be smart enough to fix them blah 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 whereas when i'm on a standalone piece of older gear I'm much more forgiving and I'm like, okay, this is what it is. And that, that mental block is not there for me. Like where I'm thinking in work, in my work mode, which is, I can see where that makes sense. But my job, my to job is, is to make this stuff better for these companies. So like when I get on a vintage piece, I'm not in that mode anymore. And I'm just enjoying it for what it is. That's why I love that pocket operator, dude, that pocket operator sampler. It's like, it's such a limited tiny little device that I don't even think about. Oh, if it just had this. I never think like that. I, I just use it for what it is. And but when I'm on a computer, I'm like, oh, my God, like, oh, yeah, but I think I think there's this, a component to that
2: missing, though. Ken, like when you say that you got a computer that's capable of all of these things, but then you have a program which should be looked more like a sandbox that sits on that computer, and it's not necessarily that computer that you're using. You're using no, yeah, yeah, you're box, right? right? Y- you're not wrong. So I know what you mean,
0: so it's like- Since, a- when,
1: since when have we known Ken to be logical?
0: <laughs> There's a difference between logical and, and being complacent, okay? And I'm just not complacent.
1: Between logic and reasoning? complacent logic,
0: though? I'm not, listen, when I, when I know that I have um, like a hand that can reach out and touch, the developers that are actually creating this stuff and kind of slap them around a little bit, then, then you know, how do I not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, don't get it twisted. It doesn't stop me from working, but it does. It's it's like my in the back of my mind, certain things are always turning, saying, "Oh my god, like why have you not fixed this yet? And why hey, have you not done this yet?" You know, hey, that's you just too. something that's always going on.
1: Hey YouTube, if only I could tell you the conversations we've had about analog rhythms, and uh, <laughs> and uh, certain certain devices by this company that rhymes with Trotten.
0: Listen, <laughs> man. <laughs> Listen. So, so I guess that just you just proved me a liar because that's a standalone piece of hardware. <laughs> oh man. Now, th- thank you. You win. Cheers. Uh, yeah. I'll drink my my peach. What is this? My peach Bellini. <laughs> peach Bellini. That's sounds It's delicious, tasty. man. That I got them for my wife, and then I stole them. Oh
1: man, you drinking your wife's drinks over there? Man, man. You got that right.
0: That's oh. too
2: hilarious, man. But I, I would, I would love to have had that conversation recorded. The time that uh, and Aaron made me laugh about it because. He got on Marco Polo, and there was like 300 messages, and all of them had to do with the uh, the knobs on the <laughs> electron box.
0: knobs <laughs> and, and uh, knob, uh, wh- wh- what is it, uh, knob
2: velocity, and all that good. Yeah, stuff. yeah. It's
0: like, Bro, to-
1: <laughs> look, he hit me the other day because he got the poly and preset, and he, oh yeah. and he started hitting me on the knobs. He was like, "Hey, man." these knobs are good. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, ah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. But, hey, listen. Since we're going to talk about knobs, though, I'm just going to say this joint is one of the best built joints on the market, yo. These knobs feel amazing. The tension on them are beautiful.
0: They they actually are. And one of the things i don't know if it's the same on the black box but yeah it on, is. on the wave yeah. um there's a, my black box there, there he has like he's kind of coded in a certain um sort of velocity to the way the parameters work that just yeah. feels really nice like it it's does. really pleasurable to use and i was using wave razor they're the night. same
1: they're the same on both of them are they yeah, well, I, I know the knobs the are the box, same, yeah. but
0: I'm talking about, like, the actual way it's coded to, to work with them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they work
1: really smooth on... on yeah,
0: it, uh, they're really nice. It That is a really... That's the way, like, an encoder should feel. Like, it's just very, like... It feels substantial. You know what I mean? It does. It does. It doesn't feel like you're just, like, moving air. And,
2: yo, I, I'm... I actually, I have to do a video on... I'm, I'm doing a, a video on the five things that I like. About this, that I think is really dope. And one of the things is uh, the granular sampler, the the grain, the granular feature on it. That joint is dope. I mean, nope. it's not it's not necessarily like super in depth, but just the fact that you got a little joint like this that's like a little MPC, <laughs> then you got granular on it. It's pretty. That's pretty dope.
1: I'm mad, Corey, because I don't got that yet.
2: Yeah, it's it's fresh. I'm gonna do it. But video.
1: I feel I feel like it's gonna come to the toolbox. I mean to the
2: box. Yeah. It How you liking the toolbox and bitbox though? Love them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, real easy to use. Um, real easy to get ideas out. Yeah, I, I like it.
2: Dope. Dope. I figured it would be like that. Um, can I mention that I haven't used the trident much, but when I when I do like, that joint can really sound like a Moog. Like, with the... the Triton? Yeah, the Triton.
0: Really? Yeah. You're talking about the Rossum yeah. module, right? Yeah. yeah. I did it's like, like a the, triple VCO?
2: Yeah, it's a triple VCO. So, I did the whole Moog detuning joint, joint and got some really, really heavy, beautiful sounds out <laughs> Still got, got one
1: of the squeaky those chair
2: really Oh, yeah.
1: My, my chair is squeaky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. hold on. I need to grab some libation.
0: All right, <laughs> you do you that. Are. Speaking of of mode comparisons, I did a it was like a it was like a not intended to be direct comparison thing that I did. I did it on the Flux with it Facebook page, but I started comparing the HydroSynth uh, filters to the SubFatty filters um because it has, you know, it's got that ladder filter in there mm-hmm. and then there's different versions of it and all. And um man, I was a- I was actually able to dial in the um the envelope curve, like dead on to it, uh, at, at one point, which is really nice, because that's a, it's an interesting exponential curve that that thing has, um, to to get that Moog sound. Like they're very exponential, and they just have a. Is is that
1: the video where? Is that the video where you were doing the bass sounds?
0: Um, the synth bass sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, Wait, hold hold on. No, 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 no. That one I think I did. Oh, oh you know what? Yeah, you're right. That so that is on my that's on my YouTube pages. Yeah, we'll yeah, I was watching that one. I did uh I must have done the it was either that I, man, I can't remember. I've been doing so many of them now. Um The I did one where I had it with the Matrix Brute, like side mm-hmm. by side with the Matrix Brute. And I had another one where I had the sub fatty sitting right right above it. And, you know, so it's one of those two videos. But anyway, um Yeah, the the Matrix Brute is still like man it's crazy because it's kind of like a five oscillator monosynth so it's like a really big sound um but uh yeah uh, that was actually kind of a challenge like when i was trying to match up a five oscillator bass sound on the um matrix brute with the hydrosynth that was an interesting challenge to kind of like make a three oscillator synth you know, with its interesting weird sync stuff, do a five oscillator sound, you know, that a five separately tuned oscillator sound, which Mm -hmm. I was able to get pretty darn close with that um, by using the ratio in the sync um, and the ratio in the pulse width modulation of hydrosynth, which is like its own kind of, it's got like that, those mutants have their own tuning. Hmm. So you can kind of have your sync or your pulse width going at one tuning, where the oscillator is going at another tuning so you can kind of fake that five oscillator sound which is pretty cool. You could also
1: low key like multiply like FM kind of stuff mm-hmm. with that.
0: Yeah, and you you have that yeah, you you actually have on the FM you you can do the ratios like that separately. Which That's dope. Is really cool. So, and it, and you can let it go like crazy high. So it can go up to, like, 64, like, times 64, which at that point you're, like, out of audio range, and it's, like, into aliasing, like, crazy weird ghost harmonics and stuff. That's so, super dope. Yeah, that, that stuff is is pretty interesting. Like, that's hey, where it's, like, it's digital for the sake of being digital, and you're just having fun with it, mm-hmm. you
1: know? Corey, yeah. uh, I'm really distracted by all the pedals on your Rhodes keys. All right.
0: That's,
1: that's, it. that's a shelf.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, like, a, I just put that there. I'm like, what's all that stuff on me? I the see team? a Volante.
2: Yeah. Uh, Volante, Tensor, and
1: Space. Oh, nice.
0: nice. Yeah, man. I, I saw a uh, Rhodes piano <clears throat> bass is up on um, uh, Guitar Center Vintage or okay. Guitar Center used for like 900 bucks the the Rhodes piano base, the short one, and it's like oh yeah, the, the little joint, model. yeah, that only yeah. do the lower keys, and it, yeah, it's up there for like nine hundred bucks, and those things usually sell for quite a bit more. So I was yeah. I was kind of tempted to like get it, mess with it for a little bit, and then flip it. But Can just
1: get Keyscape; it's on it. Everything's on Keyscape. They've really
2: modeled every single thing.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, and I, you know I, what? As a matter of fact. Uh, Spectrasonics, right? They make. Unfortunately, I can't use KeyScape, Keyscape to put out my own sample library. Oh no, so no, you no, you can't! No,
1: you can't! Yeah,
2: you can't. <laughs> Why not? Everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. He just
0: put. Ooh. Say, say some names. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Y'all know it. Y'all know cats be doing that.
0: <laughs> There's some ugly people out there, man. There's some ugly yeah. people out there. You know? uh, but
2: yo, the the KeyScape stuff when they sampled all that stuff, I found out that the guy who Kim Rich, who um, refurbished my my road, actually refurbished almost all of those vintage synths and keyboards that they used for uh, for KeyScape. Oh, dope. Yeah.
1: I um, man, I really want to buy a Monopoly. That's what I've been lusting after.
0: Really? Yeah. Tell me why. That's a dope, that's a dope sound.
1: It just got this cool sound. Yeah. But the reason why I'm always scared of pulling the trigger is because of the maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm well, like- give it, give it some time. Uli will
2: do like a-, a, a you know, he'll figure out a way to name it to make it his. <laughs>
1: if he does a monopoly, oh man, I'll freak out. Yeah. So, you know well, what's interesting,
2: though? I got to tell you, what I find is interesting. Like, when I talk to some of the guys that were, you know, around and doing music production when all those classics came out, some of them are like, yo, the Poly 6 was, oh, the, the Monopoly was crap like or they'll say like uh what else there was something else that was competing with the Juno that they well, were like the poly yeah that was 100
0: is kind of garbage but uh... <clears throat> but
2: the emulations i've heard of the Monopoly actually sounds good
1: well i think a lot of these crap synths were you know were taken affordable. and yeah. not only affordable but they were taken and they created genres with these synths.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's, the SH101 was considered fairly yeah. really crap. When so, it was so that's, so yeah, the whole XOX
2: line was considered crap.
1: Because, <laughs> because because they're tied to something emotional for a lot of people,
2: Yeah.
1: it becomes classic. Same way music is tied to
0: emotion, it I becomes need, classic. I, I I can see it turning around right now
1: Because, you, know, <laughs> you know I'm not wrong, David <laughs> <laughs> It's all about context. That's what it's all about. It's all about the context that those are in because at the yeah. end of the day, you know some of them are still really crap mm-hmm.
2: but they they sound reminiscent of stuff that you love, and that that's the key. that's that's the key.
1: like like a perfect example. The SP 404. Mm-hmm. It's not really that great. Yeah, but it's tied to a movement, mm-hmm. and it's the sound of a movement. So therefore, it's it's elevated in the idea than what it is. But the reality is, you can do all that with an NPC. You can do all that with an effects module hooked up to it, like mm-hmm. in better quality. Yes. Yeah, but people don't. So whatever you know,
2: and it, and it, and it, you know, it's tied to a movement. Has become the sound of the lo-fi sort of sound, like yeah. tied to a genre. It's also, you know, maybe you could do that stuff with NPC, or maybe you could do that with a effects unit. But the the aesthetic of all that stuff being in one unit and simplified and work the way it does, like, cause you could say the same thing about like a SP twelve hundred, right? Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things where. I think we all have figured out how to get that sound if we want it without an SP twelve hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a million ways nowadays you can get that sound, but there's something about the nostalgia. One, I think we were talking about it on, on polo the other day, about how the energy that's stored in. I don't want to get the, the whole debate riled up again, <laughs> but <laughs> about the the energy that or even the inspiration like i have this npc 62 i'm not using it roger lee signed it i got it all decked out and stuff but it's inspirational like i I, you know what i mean it's like one of those things you feel that sort of vibe it it has it, it puts you in a place like as if you i had a homeboy who was a skater when i was young and his bedroom his mom let him tag it up and do graffiti all in it and it was just a vibe when you went in, in his room to play video games, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It made you feel like you were part of, it was hip hop in there. Like, it wasn't, didn't have to be no music playing, you know what I'm
1: saying? Hey, hey, I got, a, I got an interesting question because somebody asked me this the other day. They were telling me that based on what they hear on the radio, mm-hmm. they feel like major producers and... And even producers that are not well known haven't been utilizing most of the feature sets in any of the gear that records have been made on. I believe it. Like people complain about feature sets and all these other things. When you listen to the results Mm -hmm. of what come from that, a lot of people aren't really using those features that they're complaining about.
0: I feel like if you're worried about what some other producer is doing to make a hit, then you're you're a little bit looking in the wrong direction. And I feel like um, there's a lot of really um, there's a lot of people pushing boundaries and doing some interesting things. And then there's people who are making you know music that's maybe more basic but has a ton of vibe. And I feel like none of this. Listen, some people have have legitimate reasons why they want certain features. Some people are just interested in trying new things. Like, there's there's lots of different reasons for, you know, going down the feature route, right? And there's also lots of reasons for, not like, ignoring all that stuff, too. Yeah. So, it, it, to me, it's like, you know, here we are. We, we get to have these discussions about this stuff, and that's cool, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to, like, you know, you work in the way that makes you happy to work. And so, some people are gonna bicker about about features or like complain and this and that and the third. And it might matter to them. It might not even matter to them. They might be doing that just because um, they want to see the tool the creative tools push forward of course, even if they of don't course. need that.
1: So all this because I want to issue a public apology. Um. Nope. To all FL Studio users.
0: <laughs> you, wait, did you did you used to slag off FL Studio? No,
1: I never did, but I never chose to look at it because internally I had a bias Fair against FL Ooh. Studio. So r- I got a copy. I, I bought a copy um, probably like six or seven months ago. And every couple of months I'll sit... And uh, discover new things about FL Studio. Oh, my God. It is the deep
0: software. It is really interesting. And it works in a unique way. Like, it really does. You know, with the way that it has the step sequencer laid out as part of it and all. Like, it's actually pretty interesting, man. Like, I kind of. So, I called
1: Simp the other day. And I was like, man, I feel like I've been asleep for 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> and never mess with this and I feel like if I mess with this I'd be in an, another level of insane with music production and yo, there's like video environments like, oh no, my bad <laughs> I'm leaning down on my chair that's all <laughs> yes. it's like it's
2: like, it feels like there's there's another like, thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my camera,
0: I I messed it up too. So
1: there we go. Yeah. Um
0: okay. So a, I, I was I was a little bit worried about you. Oh,
1: like I was like, like I was sitting on quicksand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, man, this software is really dope, but I only hear people use around twenty to thirty percent of what I'm reading in the manual. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, uh, yeah, the pe- like the people that are pushing FL Studio, like in mainstream and like in the like, tutorials and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, I don't really, I, I-, I would have never known this about the software. There, yeah, is it, is it that deep? That's interesting
2: though I think it's, I it's used deep. it very I mean, early have, on For like two months <laughs> I've,
0: got, I've got friends that, that use it um, As their, their main piece And they have very specific realistic gripes About it um, But I know Steel is not the type of person To stay in one environment for a mix down And that sort of thing So a lot of those problems would be alleviated for him anyway Because he's probably going to move over to I, I guess you're mixing in Pro Tools right I know right? oh, no, you're, you're in Studio One
1: yeah i'm i'm listening to studio one i'm I'm sorry yeah i know
0: i know i wasn't i wasn't sure which environment you were in and you know being that you know you're saying you're just such a disgusting person i figured maybe pros yeah
1: (laughs) so yo ken they even have a bunch of like native cv tools
0: oh yeah 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 and that's been something that they've been kind of messing around with for a while, like, that whole environment... Really? In FL Studio, yo? They do some interesting stuff, man, and and you know what? Graphically, like, visually, how how it looks, I actually kind of dig it, like...
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, it's really not bad, and it's gotten... It's weird because I still tend to think of it as, like, Fruity Loops because I remember, like, back when it was first coming out, like, I had, I think, maybe, like, version two or three, and it was, like, You know, at that point, it was a lot of people were scoffing at it because we were all still on NPCs. Wait, wait,
1: Gulliver forty four says use one doll and master it, just like hardware. I completely disagree with that.
2: But that's what most people do. But I'm interested to hear your point.
1: Well, if I'm gonna fight a giant, I'm gonna get a bigger gun. Well, (laughs) Well, well, here's the other thing:
0: is that just like hardware is is the quote there? But like just like hardware one. I don't see just one piece of hardware here. Yeah. <laughs> just like hardware. Oh, so I have to buy all of them? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <That's>,
0: oh, you know,
2: <laughs> uh, yo, wait. Yeah, so let, me, let me play I'll Devil's buy, Advocate. I'll buy all right. the hardware. So, Dev, Plan Devil's Advocate. I'm sure he's talking about, you know, just like when people say buy an NPC, learn the crap out of your NPC, yeah. of and don't be worried about buying all of the samplers and groove boxes. Of course. But, I definitely know that none of us on this podcast subscribe to that kind of thing. <laughs> Cause we use all kinds of stuff all the time. I personally like being inspired by different pieces and definitely. Uh, you, you know, and I know for, for a fact all of us do it. Then still I know you have seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'll you'll be like like I wouldn't be surprised to see if you'd be like yeah January February I'm all FL Studio. <laughs> no, that, what that's I mean?
1: that's where I'm at right now. Like for mm-hmm. November I'm working on a beat tape and it's all in FL Studio. Dope. And then you know next year it's gonna be electron month for January. I'm just gonna be building Is stuff. In
0: no,
1: no, no fiddling. <laughs> making making bangers, Ken.
0: Oh that's right I'm sorry I forgot
2: so so I brought this up on the screen because I wanted to mention it with f l studio though like so now that you've kind of dug into fL studio do you think fire is uh a good addition to f l studio
1: for some people yeah not for me
2: okay
1: yeah, not for me if it was a uh if it was a fader interface like for the mixer in FL Studio mm-hmm. maybe i would do it but for no input i don't want to mimic this this workflow on a controller like i wouldn't A lot do. of the stuff that but
0: that But couldn't you that, just that have that like an MPD does, or something well, and Well hold on Corey. A, a lot of the stuff that that controller does one of the things that FL Studio is great at is steps its to, hotkeys mm-hmm. its hotkeys and it it has all these little like mouse movements because a lot of fl users are like mouse and mouse and keyboard guys you know what i mean and there is a ton of really great features in its hotkey setup to where like so on that controller you'd be like oh it's really great for me to do my my you know step programming but realistically the way that fl studio is set up doing its hotkeys you can like quickly duplicate and you know have your steps all fill out so fast, probably faster than even touching each individual one like that, even mm-hmm. if you were just sh- swiping across it, you know yeah f l studio is great for that kind of yeah, stuff yeah it's
1: it's literally a very modular piece of software, like there's a bunch of components that you can work in many different ways, and it's really cool. I'm surprised they don't have a modular environment in it
0: you like how um Logic did and how uh Bitwig yeah. has and all yeah. that, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm surprised, yeah. It's like... I
0: wouldn't be surprised if you, if you see that happen now. I will say that I have yet to like I've tried it on Mac because it's it's available for Mac now, and I've yet to see it like the Mac and the PC one, at least the last one that I tried, it was not on the same par as the PC version. So, are you using the uh the Mac version now, or yeah, maybe? yeah,
1: yeah, I'm using uh the Mac version
0: and. Yeah, because last time I tried it, it was, like, nowhere near what the PC version oh, was. Oh, no, it's been
1: updated, like, a lot. It works really well. It looks like a fun environment,
0: though. I'll have to go back and update and check that out. It, it,
1: I, okay, it. it I, I got to say that it is fun. hmm mm-hmm. And, you know me, like, I'm the guy that's like, well, I make music for a living, so it even if it's fun or not, I've still got to provide for my family, so I don't care. Right, right. So, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm going to make it work. But using this it's it's really fun because i don't know it so i'm discovering a lot as i'm working and it's pretty cool Hmm.
0: yeah
2: and it's still pretty reasonable
0: yeah and and i think you still get those unlimited updates for life too
2: that's dope yeah
1: yeah free updates for life wait and they have plugins too though yeah they they got a lot of stuff yeah why do i not know this wait wait here's one feature that i discovered that i thought was insane there's an, there's an open audio editor that you can embed in every channel. So, like, Ken, let's say if you want to make sample pack, right? Yep. Y- you can open up Edison on the master channel, which is their audio. It's like RX in, mm-hmm. in FL Studio. You can open that up and just start making sounds and editing them, dragging them to your desktop without stopping your dog. You can resample your doll in real time and you start chopping things. Oh, that's it's dope. Wild. It's really wild. So yeah, man. I made thirty-five drum sounds yesterday that way. Right off the bat, huh? Yep. <laughs> dope.
2: So so but you still think though. As deep as this program is, most people are not using. They're just kind of using sequencing and... Well,
1: let me not not say most. From what I have heard. Okay. The most that I have heard. People are not using a huge percentage of what this can do. Like, it's always, like, the same, like, vibe or sound. Well,
0: I think that's also partly a genre issue where it's, you know, people... Being afraid to sound unique. and instead being more focused on, I need to make X person style beat and that kind of thing. yeah,
1: no, that's that's part of it. That's definitely part of it, you know, so it's you know there's it's just almost like like there.
0: you'll hear like a trend that'll that'll pop off for a few months where it's like, oh, like this new, this this person was bold enough to take this step, and now everybody kind of follows suits. And they all try to emulate that one little step mm-hmm. instead of, like, saying, oh, this guy did that. I'm going to go do something completely different. And, or
2: instead of, like, really digging in on what you got and exploring it and, like, being the person that's like, wow, I didn't know that this was in there. I'm going to start using this. And and then you'll be the person where people will be like, yo, exactly. how
1: did you do that? You well, know also, I mean? also, those... You know, those people are the reason guys like me, Ken, and Corey have jobs giving tutorials. Mm -hmm. There's no one reads the manual. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, hey, you know, hey, keeps putting food on our table. Mm -hmm. It's good, I guess. Yeah. Oh.
2: Oh, that's not the thing. So okay. <laughs> Sorry. oh <laughs> and, you know, I thought somebody else joined the chat, joined yeah. the, the show, but it's just the screen that I'm sharing. So, you know, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to explore that.
0: I got Thank um, you. I got I got something that I want to show for the show. That's because uh, cool. we we're talking about modular environments and I got something that I want to show that's really weird and interesting um, and free. So hold on. Let me uh, click screen share. You're going to have to add my my screen share in a second here. OK, OK. Um, let me get the right window here. Here we go. OK, you can go ahead. and Add this bad boy in here. I'm wondering if you guys have seen this yet. So this is Zupiter. um, Zupiter. Yeah, so check this out, man. It is a modular environment, right? It's like a modular synth. Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to get here. Let me just try to connect it straight away. I don't know if I'm going to get sound. No, I'm not because of the way I'm set up right now. But um, Yeah, so basically what this is, though, is it's a modular inside your browser. Right. And what? I'll post yeah. I'm gonna post the link um into here, we'll do this real quick. Um, so you start out with this empty slate and then you just click here, create node, and you have these nodes to create from and like click there, you got a saw, right, and boom. Mm-hmm. Uh and then say I wanted a filter. There's a filter, and then you click the boxes, kind of like reactor, and you can connect it up. And this is free, right? Uh, If we go here, here's the about page, and it's donation. So, like, if if you want to donate, online modular
2: synthesizer. That's that's wild.
0: Yeah. So, uh, let me put the link in the chat here. Hold on, let me find my my chat window. Here we are. So here's the chat, Um, and yeah, it's it's a free (laughs) it's a free modular environment to create stuff, and you can look check this out. You can load up all these different things here this one was uploaded just 5 hours ago. Hmm. Here you go. And then if you hit play, all right. I don't know if you guys can hear this. Yeah. <laughs> a little... Wow. And you can you get the idea but Mm -hmm. yeah so you can you can go through and you know and there's all these different patches in here look at all these patches so you can you know just kind of load this stuff up and it's got little sequencers that actually sounds good too you know it sounds good it's interesting i mean but really more what i look at it as is like you know it's it's a it's One more reason why people don't have to pirate software. It's one more reason uh, that you can, you know, mess around and and learn new things and try out different ideas and, you know, do something a little bit different from the rest of the herd out there. So just really cool that, that this thing exists and it's completely free and it runs on, you know, the cheapest of cheap laptops. I mean, it's this is a browser thing, you know, so. Yeah. I love seeing I love seeing stuff happening inside of browsers because it it means that it doesn't matter what your income level is like really you can gain access to this at a public library if you wanted mm-hmm. and, and learn how to use it you know so it's really cool that's dope, that's dope. So, so and again, that's called Zupiter.
2: I want to uh, mention Bitwig just because we were talking about modular environments. And I've heard really good things about Bitwig's um, um, modular tools. I don't re- even really know what it's called. Modern Music Production Performance. It's window called pack. The Grid. The Grid. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I got uh, it. It's good. Yeah? You checked it out?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I've been building some patches in it. It's really, really cool.
2: Dope. I have not yeah, I see. They got, got some tutorials yet. and stuff for it—the grid basics and all that kind of stuff. Oh man, uh, who was that on here? Somebody said that they're using that, using Bitwig regularly now.
1: Yeah, they they said they're using that in the MPC.
0: Yeah, so. and and this is this is realistically this is what made one of the main things that made everybody excited about Bitwig when it was first announced, you know? So this is like, when it was first announced, it was oh, I can have my audio and my midio, my, or audio and my midi in the same clip. My you
2: you this... may have invented a new thing. Midio.
0: Midio! MIDI-o. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds like a good product name for, for a midi interface. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it was, everybody was excited about the fact that you could do audio, midi in the same clip, and then you had this modular environment, but the modular environment didn't come out in the first update or few. And now it's there. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's pretty dope.
1: Yo, did you guys hear about sound whale? No. Sound Whale. nope. Okay. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I can share my screen. Sure. It's, uh, how do I do that? Oh, here we go. Share screen. Uh, boom. Check this out. Can you see this? Um, Not until
0: Corey shares it for us.
1: I don't see it. Hit oh. share. And then. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, Chrome tab.
0: These young kids don't know how to share screens.
1: <laughs> I don't you do that.
0: Take every opportunity on
2: that one, ain't you? <laughs> Every
0: opportunity. <laughs> okay,
2: you there you go. There you go.
1: So check this out. It's a new software and app that you can put on your iPad for online collaboration, transmit MIDI and audio over the network. Oh. It's pr- pretty wild. Um, I'm going to test it out. You can sign up for a free account, and you can do up to like one session for free. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, I think what this is a step in the right direction. Sound whale. W-H-A-L-E, sound
0: Hmm.
1: Ken, I thought you would be interested in this.
0: I am. I'm wondering what the latency situation is going to be like with that.
1: I don't know, but we could test it out later.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely check that out. Yeah, that's Um, dope. I'm also looking at it thinking of other things like when I want to record something in a different room of the house or, you know, doing things of that nature. Um, which, you know, the new studio I got, I got Ethernet ports in there, Is that I can kind of yeah. Well,
1: at? check this out. It, uh, it it says work alone and play along with audio or video files in iOS, so you can kind of like collaborate in way different ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks strange. I, I'm I'm interested in it. I don't the interfacing like uh, of those you the user interfaces that I'm seeing in these pictures here, um. They worry me a little bit. I'll just say it that way. They, <laughs> Why? They look yeah. they look very like not developed. <laughs> like they just just and I'm just kind of gauging it just from the look of it. Uh, it it worries me, but I would still try it and then see how it goes, but just user interface wise, it looks very um Are you saying like, it's amateurish? Uh no, it, it doesn't look polished. It looks very dated. It looks very dated. dated. Okay. Yeah, and, and that doesn't. It you know what it kind of reminds me of, um, you know when you pull up an Apple um plug in at AU that doesn't have a have a visual interface. Oh yeah, when it doesn't no. have a, a GUI, it kind of reminds me of that in a way.
1: Well, we all know that Air Windows are ugly, but they sound really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's it, I'm not saying that it's it's gonna be a bad thing, but it does. It worries me about, like, okay, well, you know, if if it's overly basic, you know, is that going to be a problem? Like, am I going to be reaching, trying to, like, compensate for things and, you know, that sort of thing. But it, it also looks really interesting in the fact that, you know, you can crosstalk between your iOS and your Mac and... You know, if if I can hook up a class compliant audio interface in my bedroom and be streaming that to my Mac and you know doing other things like that. What on Pornhub or something? What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, listen, listen, what I do in my own time is what I do in my own time. You know? <laughs> listen, porno, porno needs music, too. Let's not forget that. Bounce a wow, wow at you. <laughs> It's like
1: silent, silent porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like
2: mine. It's, like, it's like I need an audio interface in my bedroom. <laughs> it's, like,
0: it's like mine's getting it on. Listen, I'm just, I'm just trying to get, you know, my foley money right.
1: <laughs> you see some mimes like, "Hey, girl, you,
0: <laughs> you never know, man. You might have to, like, you know, go into the kitchen and like pour a bowl, pour a bowl of soup or something to be required. some proper Pornhub foley. Th- that's that, how my, that, that can going.
1: <laughs> that's how my, that's how mime sex starts. It's like.
0: Oh, man. This conversation should stop.
2: So, 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 hold, hold on. I'm, going, I'm going to. Uh, here, I want to talk about this. I'm about to talk about this here. On. Save us, Corey. Save us. I, I, shall. <laughs> I
0: shall. Save us okay, this, is, this is why we do meet oh, people on Corey's oh, channel instead of mine. Because I know that if we did it online, it, it would go so much darker and we're just not having that. Oh, I want all of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... Yeah, man. Very interested in this. These are cool. There's been a trend for uh, for a few companies doing these really affordable Eurorack modules lately. Um, I, I got some modules in from uh, Reebok, uh, the, the Catch series, and they're, like, you know, dirt cheap, and they sound great, like $79, something like that, for the, you know, VCO and VCF, and they're, like they sound awesome. Like the, the VCF is like a MS 20 style sound and filter. Mm -hmm. And these things are like along that same kind of path and same price point and look really cool. The dystopia one is the one I'm interested in.
2: Yeah. So there's what hysteria, which is VCO. Then I don't even know how to say some of these eudaimonia, uh, it's a filter. Oh, I know
1: a girl called Eudaimonia. I was going to say they got a pill for that. <laughs> I, know, that I know, is the pill. I know a girl from the hood. Her name is Eudaimonia.
2: <laughs> yeah, and she got a <laughs> specific, specific job, too. <laughs> and uh, then they got Nostalgia. That's a, uh, what, a three stage delay? So, Ataxia. I don't know. I can't read what that one is. And they're modulation. also by Dreadbox, which, yeah, dual you know, modulation. they're
0: known for making some great modules, so.
2: What's dystopia filter noise filter noise crush filter, and then utopia, which is CV audio manipulation.
0: Dystopia is like a sample rate and and bit rate um, like distortion type module, and yeah, it just it, and it's got um, different colors of uh, of noise, and it's it's pretty dope looking, man. It's well, got isn't there one, and what's that?
1: Isn't there one that's like a slope generator? Hmm. A, rise, a rise and fall, isn't it? At the, I thought
0: I, the attacker... There's uh, a dual modulator, and then there's three-state... Oh, where is it? There's
2: I mean. probably the, You probably mentioned the... the, the yeah, because there's a rise and fall, hold, and curve. That's the Ataxia, the uh, oh, okay. dual modulator. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's like a mini maps yeah. maybe.
2: Yeah. 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 So,
1: or, or, um, name, dope. Or
2: what's the they're name all of the one-side? Like, contour. They're all going to be like, what, between 79 and $99?
0: Yeah. That's pretty dope. It says available in December 2019. That's dope. But, yeah, I mean, these things, I mean... It... As low as $5 a month.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you paid 24 months for a $99 thing, I wouldn't feel good about that myself. I want to know how they're
1: built. Like, what's the build quality? Yeah, I'd
0: be I mean it, it's to not. Out. There's okay. not. There's nothing on it that's all that ridiculous. Those those faders that are on there are used in a lot of Eurorack modules, and there's there's nothing wrong with them. I mean they're easy to, to manipulate, so that doesn't bother me. The tiny little knobs on there, those things are a little bit fiddly, but that
1: looks like I, the two HP knobs.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and they're used on a lot of other modules too. Yeah, right? mini pots basically. For what oh. it is, I mean, they don't—they don't really bother me. Um, I'm definitely interested in it. I wouldn't mind che- checking out that uh, three-stage delay, also, just because um, I, I, I'm a sucker for delays. I love delays. I've been using that um, the Delta Sep A and the stereo delay, in that thing—the tape delay in it—is so good. <laughs> it's just absurd so the
2: the thing that i think is dope about this is because you know we all know that there's a, a barrier to entry with your rack modular stuff and the idea that companies are starting to uh what's the hp on this but i mean the idea is 10 hp so all of them are 10 hp you can get a little rack and throw these joints in there it's not like i mean you gotta have a fully functional your rack system for like probably a little less than 500 dollars, right hmm. and I think that's pretty dope to the to, to barrier to entry. Oh, but you still need the case. But cases are coming down and there's cases out there that are powered that you know what I mean? You get something yeah, you like get
0: cases for cheap now, but but the real interesting aspect of it is that there's there's been there's been options for a while now to build bare bones affordable Eurorack synthesizers, like a nice affordable synth voice. But what's interesting about this is that now you're getting less typical type modules that are yeah. still affordable. You know what I mean? Like right. these aren't the same old same old synth building blocks. You're getting some interesting things going on there that are going to, you know, that you'll be able to play with and get some actual fun modular stuff going on that's not just, you know, typical subtractive synthesis or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So for the, that cheap the price. That's really dope. That's a cool trend.
2: That is dope. And then, and if you look at something like this, this case, yeah. where this is 62HP there's only five of those those models that we just showed and they're all 10 hp right so you could get that in here and this is powered you know what i mean and then i mean you would have like a really dope little compact system and it still be sub one thousand dollars
1: yeah you know what i don't like about those cases what the one you not just the one you the fact that you got to buy the tiles for the one you and i'm like yo if yeah. I buy something that has outs on it, I want outs on it. Like I don't. That that is a good point because you need to buy
2: this little this little uh, stereo IL joint one U tile in order to make those outs work. Same thing with the MIDI. It's marked MIDI in and out, the USB and and input right there. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think that's fair. You that's- you need, but you need this module, this one U tile, to make this work to make that MIDI work, MIDI input. So it is it is an interesting sort of uh, way to put it together. Um, but I do like that they have a variety of 1U tiles that you can kind of make the utility of the yeah. 1U into whatever you want. But if you're not into that and you don't have 1U already, then I guess you're stuck making what I did. I did a, um, I, I made a blank with stickers <laughs> put that's it cool. over that
1: that's cool yeah 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 that, that's the only thing i don't like about that
2: yeah yeah all right so what else is new out there that, that might be interesting to you guys I have a there an- was- analog heat
1: is class compliant wasn't it always was that like that was a part of the update yeah
0: i i was surprised that it wasn't I, yeah. no because
1: remember it, it was one of those deals that it worked with overbridge
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Now it's, you can use it with anything.
0: Yeah. Which is dope for iOS stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. Because now you can run these, you know, there's a ton of cool iOS synths and now you can run them through analog heat to your output and that, that can be really cool. Like I could see that being like really a sexy kind of synth, you know, like so, there's so many cool iOS synths and and you're like, man, I just want to kind of saturate them a little bit and dude, that's. That's an easy workflow right there. Yeah. To get Something cool.
1: Ken, you were saying something. I'm sorry. I think I spoke over you. I
0: don't say anything.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. I- Everybody, stand back. Lightning is going to proceed to strike Ken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. Oh. So what I was saying is there. There was that other. Um. I'm trying to find it real quick. I got to pull it up, but there was another poly synth that was announced that. Um. Was it Brazilian or Australian? I can't remember. Um, but it looks. Oh, speaking of, of
2: sense though, um, Kyra is starting to ship, right? Did they say that? Wasn't that? Oh the- yeah,
0: yeah. That's the other thing. The Waldorf Kyra is now yeah. shipping, which I'm like, I put in a request to review it because I am legitimately interested. I'm just kind of like, I'm just wondering, is it going to be something like the Jupiter XM, where it's like just a lot of voices, but like the synthesis isn't crazy deep. Or is there, like, stuff that I'm missing? Because I haven't, I've been trying to, like, get info as far as, like, the deeper side of the synthesis of it. And I haven't really seen anything that made me, like, oh, yeah, like, I don't have anything that can do that yet. There's aspects of it that I'm really excited about. So, one aspect is, um, it uses floating point math, which means infinite headroom inside. So, you never have to really, you shouldn't, at least have to worry about any kind of clipping or anything internally, which is, which is nice. Cause that's really hard to deal with. Um,
2: Hey, at twenty two ninety nine, this joint better be off the chain.
0: And that, that, well, that's kind of what I'm saying is, is like for me at that price point, you're, you're up in some boutique price point area where it's got to do something really interesting besides just having a lot of voices. Now I, I know that there's plenty of use cases where people want a well, it's module that a ton of voices, but for me, it's like, you know, I, I want it to be able to do some really interesting synthesis stuff, and I just haven't seen anything jump out at me that it can actually do yet. So, so
2: here's what? some of the stuff that it does. 128 voices is based on, you know, FPGA. 8-voice uh, multi-timbral with 9 effects modules per part. Two alias free uh alias free oscillator groups. Ken, they must have been watching you to to point out that it's alias free. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, frequency modulation, real hard seat, ring modulator though. Okay, 496 onboard wave, t- 4,096 uh onboard wave tables with 18-bit uh 32 times oversampling sound quality. Uh, cover a, a vast sonic range So that It looks like it's Getting into some Territories where uh, This is well, that Well hold on That's there. all
0: So so That stuff is all Excellent Like and I'm hype About this stuff But that's all Mostly audio quality Stuff which is Not mm-hmm. to be poo-pooed In any way I'm saying like That's dope But it's all audio Quality stuff What I'm more looking For is like The next few lines Here where it talks About like You know the FM And, and uh, you know What else it can do So it seems like they're at currently, and I assume that they're probably going to do updates on it, but there's really like only two filters in it. I think, um, it can do hard sync, uh, FM ring mod. The section
2: emulates a range of classic filters with low pass, band pass, high pass configurations up to 128 configurable filters available.
0: Oh, 128 configurable filters. Yep. Okay. Well, that's pretty dope. Yep. Um, where else modulation
2: matrix with six channels uh three destinations each uh 18 modulation routings to play with nine stereo effects modules per part Can they say that earlier in the thing uh how many modulation four? routings 18 modulation routings to play with six yeah. channels of 18 modulation routings no actually it's a total so that's split up between the six channels.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, that's like it's not a ton, but at the same time, it looks like because of the way the the panel is set up, it kinda looks like it would probably be fairly easy to use. Um, Actually I can
2: say that I, I did play with it at NAM and although it wasn't like you know fully baked yet, I did like the layout and it felt easy to kind of navigate around and mm-hmm. and and dig in and, and manipulate stuff. So that was pretty dope.
0: The layout looks interesting to me. Um, it it looks a little bit limited as far as how the layout, like the as far as updates are concerned. Like because of the way that the the layout is, it's like okay, they're not going to be able to completely change everything about how it operates in the future. But um, one of the things that I find interesting that I haven't found an answer on yet is the wave versus hypersol. So when you go into hypersol, it it no, you don't have um like the separate oscillators like you used to. Like when you go into Hypersaw, it's its own mode, and then you have I think it's like ten oscillators that are at different tunings and whatnot that you can um, detune and whatnot. But it seems interesting in, in the way that it does it. It just it's doing things in a different way. So I'm I'm really interested to try one out. Um, I want to I want to mess with it like really bad. It's sexy. It's pretty. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of like a cross between the Arteria Origin and mm-hmm. the Virus, like kind of like yeah. in between actually, yeah. those two.
1: It actually rem- rem- reminds me of what's the name of that company that makes those Formant Euroac filters? The Modor, yeah, the Grendel. The gr- yeah, it reminds me of that.
0: Um, yeah. I like how the screen moves too. I've seen I've seen the screen. I think I. I know I got to mess with it at 1.0 point, but it was like way early and mm-hmm. I, you know and I also saw it went before it was this thing it was something else but that doesn't really count because there could have been so much that changed in that time yeah. that I don't even really want to speak on that The other so thing Ken, that are that, you that shipping
2: still, are you still really interested in the Waldorf? I mean the quantum
0: I'm I'm kind of like wishy-washy about it now because I've played it now about four times um, and like really sat down with it. And each time I finished playing it, I was left a little bit less inspired than I had hoped I would be, which is really weird because like, there's a lot about it synth-wise that I'm like, man, I sh-, everything about this thing screams, I should love it. But every time I've sat down to mess with it, I haven't really like, Walked away nearly as happy as I thought I would, and I had a situation where I played it and the Moog One, which I kind of felt the opposite about the Moog One. I was a little yeah. bit disappointed when I saw it, but then when I played it, I walked away feeling more excited about it than what I initially was. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to pay that kind of money on either one of them, but it it, it kind of had me like, Man, it, it, I did walk away from the Moog One kind of feeling like. Well, maybe I can make that happen. <laughs>
1: well, speaking of money, this Colossus, though.
0: Well, hold on. Before we get off of that stuff, before we get off of that stuff, I, I want to say the other thing is, in that video for the Kyra, they show it being controlled by that uh, STVC, which is like their strike StrikeFet vocoder thing all in one. And I played that, and I was blown away by how much I liked it. Like, honestly. Like, I did not expect to be like that into it. And the more I played it, the more I was like, "Man, I really want one of these things." Yeah, that that, that is
1: good. I've I've played that giant.
0: Yeah, I was just, I was just really surprised because that's not even something that I normally go after. But something about that thing, I don't know what it is. I just really enjoyed messing with it, and it just, it just instantly was like making me like, "Oh, I can make something with that." Like you know, it was dope.
1: I just saw the the Behringer VC uh, video too. Uh, the Volcador String Synth.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds was, really good.
2: I they kinda, said that thing is doing really well for them too.
0: Yeah, I had a I had a conversation with somebody over there, um, really recently, and from what I understand, like they 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 were even surprised at how much of those clones and stuff that they're selling, like to where they're way more profitable than they expected. So they they seem to be quite happy with that.
1: Uh, because they're good.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and the Craven One are, are shipping too, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh,
2: what are they going for? They already on Sweetwater.
1: Hey Ken, you getting that Colossus? Ah, uh,
0: I'm trying to remember. What is
1: the Colossus from Analog Solutions?
0: Oh, the oh, oh, yeah, joint. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> about that, um, can can I borrow twenty grand?
1: Yo, that thing is cold, bro. Yeah, I
0: I, that's like Oh man. I'd I'd have to sell most of my modular to be able to afford that, and that's not gonna happen because I like my modular a lot. But man, that thing is really like beyond lust worthy. Like that thing just goodness gracious. Uh I'll pull it up real quick. Um there. So it's called the K two now.
2: They switched the name on us.
1: No, no, that's a different one.
0: That's that's their MS twenty
2: clone. So that's what's that's shipping now, right?
0: Yes, that's shipping now. All right, so here I'll share my screen real quick. Right. Uh, share screen, boom, 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 and do this, this, old, and old, watch, old watch. I took to I took not yet. even a tenth of the time old, that the young boy did.
1: Old old guys don't know how to share screens either. I told, hey, dude, I did it quick.
0: You were just falling apart. Because I live in real life, Ken. I hear you, but no, this thing, this thing is just, oh my goodness, I would love to have this. Yeah, like, that thing is nuts. But you know, they this is not like the first really cool thing that they've done. They only really, right? Not well. Made. He he said he said that basically, like he's going to see how it goes, and he may keep keep making them for a while like but i mean we're talking like 20 plus thousand dollars so yes
1: 25k yeah,
2: so here's so, the thing the, the fact of the matter is if you say i'm only making a uh 50 of these and then he sells 50 of them and there's still demand for them, like i don't see any reason unless there's parts that he can't get i don't see any reason for him to be like nope that's it my hands are tied because you know twenty thousand dollars a pop you know, even if just fifty percent of that is profit or less, I mean that's a lot of good profit.
0: Yeah, he's got he, dude. He's got so many cool and um, yeah, he's got so many cool synths though. Like all all of his stuff is really good. The fuse
1: um, box is cool. I mess with that.
0: He's got one. I'm trying to remember the name off top of the head, and I'm forgetting right. Now. Nyborg.
1: Um, Nyborg.
0: No, not the Nyborg. I'm talking about the. It's an older one that he doesn't do anymore. Uh, the v- Vostok do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Hold on, no, I'll It, real quick. it is so there. damn cool. Hold on. Here it is. Vostok. Yeah, let me pull this thing up. This thing is so dope, man. On, I'm pulling up the uh, sound on sound for it. Uh here we go. Here it comes. Okay. So oh, somebody thing, was
2: mentioning that the there was word. There's been rumor out on the internet that uh, there's gonna be a poly matrix group. I don't um, know anything about that.
0: I'm not gonna comment on anything like that. Um, I'll just say Which, this. Uh, it's kind of weird for you to
2: say. I that. wouldn't. I, I wouldn't.
0: That. I wouldn't say that that's what it would be. <laughs> put it that way. Um, if they're gonna do something like that, I, I'm not even gonna. No. I'm under NDA regardless. So, like, anything that Arturia could be working on, uh, I'm not going to comment on, period. Put it that way. So, n- neither confirm nor deny. That's that's the terminology.
2: <laughs> that That's a good term. But what was that you just pulled up and <laughs> took oh, away?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was trying to find a better picture. Like, the sound-on-sound thing didn't seem to have a good picture. Mm-hmm. On, let, me, uh, let me pull up a better picture real quick.
1: Someone's an expert at screen sharing.
0: Experts are here at the top of my resume. You want to fight? Here we go. Here it comes. Come on now. All right, Corey, you should be seeing this now. So this is the Vostok. And this is oh, one cool. that they did a while ago. And it comes in like, it's like this little suitcase modular synth with its own little panel. And they are so damn cool, man. Like... They sound great. I, I had the opportunity to play one, like, a while ago, and it's just... This was, like, one of the first things that I saw from Analog Solutions that that's really, interesting, like, yo. grabbed my wow. attention. Uh And it's got, like, this little joystick, and, it, yeah, it, it's just cool, man. Like, Analog Solutions is just, like, known for doing really dope synths. And, yeah, that's real dope. So, like, that that Colossus, to me, is, like... When Moog is doing these $20,000 modulars that, you know, to me are, like, really not that much different from, like, a synthesizers.com unit. When I see that Colossus, I'm like, that's what I envision twenty grand Yeah, that does towards look Synth like that. It's got, like, 12 oscillators. Like it's a beautiful piece of furniture. Eight filters dude. with a VCA per filter. Like, it's got just ridiculous amount of everything on that thing.
2: Super. So uh, there's, there's still obviously a lot of hype for Hydra synth. Um, Alex was saying he was going to sell his MoDX for it, but there's a new firmware for, for the uh, MoDX that he's, that's coming out, so he won't try that before he cops it. That's
0: game. a very um, different type of synth right there, the MoDX versus
2: a... The MoDX is like a Rombler and FM synth, right?
1: Yeah, they just added a sequencer to it, though, in the firmware update.
2: That was it, dope.
1: Was that for that was the, the X answer?
0: Was that for the montage? For all of them. Oh, it was
2: for all of them. That's so that fantastic. was my biggest thing when I reviewed it. Like a big thing that I had a gripe about, and uh, was that there was a it was a subpar sequencer that they shouldn't be calling a sequencer. It was really just like a looper, sort of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it's good that they updated that like that.
1: I'm waiting for the uh, Pulsar uh, Twenty Three. Is that that drum machine? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's
0: funny. I was looking through my feed. Like, I don't know. I had some kind of message from you, and and it was you, like, all excited about that thing. And that was, like, Uh, just yesterday. I saw it on my phone, and I was like, what is this from?
1: Dude, I'm loving that thing, and I can't wait till it comes out. Um, It's an instant buy for me. What's it going for? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> but that's how you. <laughs> the, you're like, I worried about that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to get it. <laughs> like, I'm really obsessed with drum modules right now, um, especially in this new season where I'm creating a lot of new drum sounds. I'm just like, man, I'm trying to collect all these different oscillators and drum modules still, that I could do.
0: There's still something else that you haven't bought yet that you keep talking about. What? I'm gonna pull it up.
1: Something
2: for Ken, no doubt Yeah, it's something that he wants Oh, yeah, see, the Tempest Is one of those things, man I, I I'm,
1: not, gonna, I'm not gonna buy it, I'm guys, gonna borrow guys,
2: I it, it. I, I keep looking <laughs> at it You're gonna
1: borrow it? Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it, I'm gonna borrow it, Ken
0: <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough <laughs> Yeah, man, I pulled my Tempest out the other day Because uh, you guys sent uh, On Instagram, one of you guys sent me A link to somebody, uh, what was that guy's the name? on it yeah, yeah, he, he, but he was doing some modbap with it and it yeah. was just it was just some really good stuff and it and I was like, you know what, actually, I think I already had it out and and I was messing with it and then I was just like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna mess with that today and t- so I set it up and it's it's actually I'm controlling my hydra, my hydrosynth is controlling it right now so oh, his name is kind stranger underscore and he was killing
2: it with the the modbap. If you all go to uh Instagram uh the mod Bap account on instagram is just m-o-d-b-a-p you'll see a guy finger drumming on a um, a post that uh was reposted yesterday and he's doing so it was pretty dope what he's doing actually it made me look at the tempest like oh right there you go but then you know what that made me do is come in and and plug up the rhythm and i started uh digging in the rhythm again and it always reminds every time i mess with the rhythm i'm reminded like Man, this joint sounds so good. It's so good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just a massively dope drum machine. But I do want to check out the other thing. But here's that Pulsar 23.
1: I've had it sitting up here. Uh, Uh Yeah, this thing is like next on my list. Actually, no. Next month I'm buying the Black Noir. Uh Oh, yeah, man.
0: That does look cool. I, I, I Man, that's one of them. But it
2: used banana clips, right? What does it?
0: Well, for this thing?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it uses, like these weird little banana clips because what's cool about it is that you can like make beats by sequencing voltage between all those little clips. It's like really weird. It's like a weird way of working with stuff. And it's I think like that's a I like a happy
0: accident machine, is what it is.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what I like about it. Uh, yep. It's just like, oh, you can do a bunch of weird shit with it. That's mm-hmm. one of the
0: things where, like, I I don't think I see myself buying it outright. But, like, I can see, like, if I stumble on one eventually, like, for a decent deal, I'll grab it. But I just, I don't know. I just don't see me, yo, like, dumping cash out right away for it. But I know it sounds really good and all. I just. Oh, I so know. they're. Okay,
2: now they're the ones that make the Lyra. Yeah. So I can't get into the Lyra, yo. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard the effects on it. It sounds good, but it's like a drone machine, right? Yeah. Basically.
1: But there's a separate effects unit, Corey.
2: Yeah, the live effects. Yeah. Yeah, that that might be worth it. Oh, it's your rack too. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Okay, yeah, because that delay on there sounds pretty amazing. It's
1: that's pretty what cool. I'm. That's what I'm saying, Corey. Like, so they make interesting sounding stuff and that's what i really like about it so between that and the black noir i'll be good for a lot of new drum sounds for at least a good couple months dope dope yeah
2: well yo okay so we about an hour and something in
0: yeah, uh we can close it out yeah, yeah we
2: can close it out. i want to give a shout out to the 50 plus people that's watching us live, thanks for joining. Yeah. And uh, yeah, catch us on the flip side. Anybody got anything they want to plug before we get out?
1: Yeah, we just released uh, Analog Trap Four today. Um really? Bunch of trap drum sounds, but all made with oscillators and and analog pieces.
0: Old, old yeah. people stuff.
1: No. <laughs> Old people oscillators. New, <laughs> new, oscillators. New, new analog. Ken, you're an oscillator. <laughs> no, I'm an
0: old oscillator.
1: Um, <laughs> you're a steppy filter. <laughs> so hold on. T-
0: tell people where they're going to get that 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 pack
1: at. Oh, yeah. You can get it on msxaudio.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we put out you know sound packs and compositions for people to chop up and sample.
0: And where do you get that, that beat tape you just put out?
1: Uh, actually, you can just go on my SoundCloud, uh, DSTL uh on soundcloud and yeah
0: it's fun um i'm gonna be doing stuff yes Um, so there's that uh i'm working on some new secret secret but uh i think today i'm gonna try to shoot some video on the um the delta sep a i might even do a live stream later on um just exploring the delta sep a some more because i've been having a lot of fun with it and it's such a it's such a quirky beast, and it sounds amazing, so I'm, like, having a lot of fun. I've just been making beats with it and, hey, and saving them and having fun.
2: So. Dope. And for Weezy. me, I'm working on some some pretty dope stuff. Actually, I'm working on some stuff I'm so excited about. I can't stop talking about it, but I can't talk about it in public right now. But uh, I got these new T-shirts, the Mod Battle T-shirts. If you want your own Mod t-shirt, they'll be up on the BeatPeople.com site uh, this weekend. So check back later this evening and you can cop these $24. And, you know, um, I'm typically pretty bad at like, hey, do this so that you can support this, that, and the other. But, you know, really what it comes down to is if you want to support what we do, Buy our sample packs at our respective sites and you know drop us uh beatpeople.com cop a t-shirt and um you know support the movement so we can keep on doing what we're doing. Uh, yeah. we are doing. Yeah. And if the- you want and
1: if you want the mod bab smoke you can get it.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right always and and chat Shout out to uh
1: synth dogs. Synth
2: dogs, that's right. Synth that's synth synth dogs. dogs.
1: I gotta keep it competitive, guys. I gotta, you know, like even though we're like you know loving and kind, we yeah. gotta just let cats know. Like, hey, you might get the smack up. If you right. want to smoke, you might you might just get it.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna mention, even though we're gonna be back next week, I wanna mention I'm kind of excited. Uh we are with, with right now it's tentative but it's probably gonna happen <laughs> but me and shiro are gonna be headed up to san francisco for a show on november 1st oh yeah yeah so that's gonna be dope uh come out and see a live mod bap show watch our um uh instagram pages for more info so
1: where are you guys yeah. um
2: i don't know the name of the place just yet but i think it's pretty dope that it's the night after halloween and it's a friday night so we're gonna drive up kick it for the weekend and come on back
1: Yo, somebody's going to throw eggs at your rack,
2: <laughs> And then somebody's going to fill a few other things. <laughs> You're talking about the mod Modbap smoke. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Word. So, all right, man. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for kicking it with us. And uh, by the yeah, way, my camera looks better than all yours. We have a set time for the stream. Someone's asking. It's 11. AM on the first and third Saturdays, but this week we're doing back to back because last week was canceled.
0: So two o'clock Eastern.
2: Yeah. Two o'clock Eastern, eleven AM PST. All right, all right. Eleven AM How you stop? Boom. You don't.
0: It just (laughs) goes on forever. You're like your life now. You're like how you
2: thanks. Oh, in broadcast.
0: It's Truman Show now. (laughs)